So uh, we have a very special, or we have very special guests yeah. in the studio. But let, let's play this song. What, what do we? You put this together, and I'm really feeling it. Yes, this playlist actually was curated by the Queer LBC. Right on. So let's let's hear this. Let's finish up this song, and then we'll do give the our guests a proper introduction. Yes. Yes. We'll be back. This is Martel and Asul, and you're listening to CMTY Live. Also, follow us on Instagram. Like our stuff. We got we got some cool stuff. We got some nice yeah. videos and photos, and um, we provide um, some community um, updates. So follow us at CMTY.Live. Show us some love, and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, we are back. This is Martel and Asul. You are going to introduce our very special guests. Yes. Well, everybody knows I'm from Long Beach. Yes. And there's been a lot of chatter about what's been going on in Long Beach in the podcasting world. We don't have too many queer podcasts 
to begin with. And so once I heard of Queer LBC, you know I was on it. Yep. And so I was able to get them on the air. And so I am very excited to announce that we have here in the studio half of Queer LBC. Wow. We have... Oh, sorry. Welcome. This is, we have Nino from Hi. Queer LBC. Hi, it's me, Nino, from Queer LBC, as you remember. Welcome. And we have Dr. David. Hey, everyone. We're both here. Only half of us is here today. Yeah. You're missing the other two? Who are the other two that we're missing? Um, They shall not be named. No, just kidding. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> because they're not here. It doesn't matter. They're, they're both cut. It, that is tonight. <laughs> uh, we're missing Jose and Guy, but they're both doing uh, businesswoman things. Right on. Well, welcome, Nino. Welcome to KQBH. Thank you. Welcome to Boyle Heights. Uh, welcome to the Paramount. I know you had a little bit of a tour um, yeah. of the building. So it's such yes. a cute little recording studio right here. Right on. We, we're legit here at KQBH. Yes. I'm like, Ooh, I'm getting the whole radio experience. That's right. Got the little on air. <laughs> She's on air. You can find us at 101.5 FM in Los Angeles. Streaming at LPFM. Dot LA. That's right. That's where we are. So, Nina, where where did you grow up? Are, did you grow up in the LBC? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I um, I was born in Long Beach Memorial. Not that's any of your guys' business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Girl. I know. Right? Um, and you don't have to share your government name. That's <laughs> we're not about that here. We're not about that. And I was living there um, up until the sixth grade, and then, um, but all the other guys, Guy, Jose, Doctor David, they all live in Long Beach right now. And that's where we record. So we record out of Long Beach. I, I intend to get back to Long Beach and live there myself eventually again. Yes. I've been all over this Southern California. But I want to go back to Long Beach. Yeah. And so how did this whole podcast start? Um, well, a couple of people had actually approached me to do a podcast. Um, like a bunch of people. And then Guy was one of the first people. And at first I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't, like, it's a lot more work than people, like, assume it is. Like, it literally mm -hmm. took us a year to get off of the ground. Like, yeah. um, because we're all just, like, we're all, like, real people, you know? We have real jobs. So we're doing this in our part-time. We're doing this for free. We're doing this out of, like, our own pocket. Um, but we wanted to do something that, like, we felt like people could connect with. Like, other queerdos, random people, you know? <laughs> Uh, like ourselves but we also kind of wanted to rep long beach and like the the 562 area and all that stuff because it's like you when you hear about like la you only hear about la you only hear about mm -hmm. hollywood we and ho. it's like mm -hmm. yeah we hope and it's like well long beach is pretty huge and it's like why is there not like a dedicated something well not that there isn't but i didn't find one no yeah there, <laughs> there wasn't i mean long beach is very queer but there, mm -hmm. there isn't specifically like queer um, oriented um, media that is specific to Long Beach or showing what the queer people are doing in Long Beach. And I feel like that's what Queer LBC is doing. Yeah. So you give like community updates, what's happening. And you really kind of there's I, I was listening to um, the lesbian episode on the way into the studio. And then I was some snippets of some of the previous shows. You really dig deep into, you know, uh, queer life. Yeah, definitely. And I think the, the appeal for this is we're having those difficult conversations that we don't hear very often. Like we've done episodes on um, the gay community being transphobic, of anti-blackness and the, the queer community. And I think these are conversations that mainstream gay culture are not really having, but we all know it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like... Um there's tons of spaces and podcasts with like tons of straight men who just talk their bullshit bull, excuse me all day and um it's like we have that we need that space for us <laughs> yeah right. we do we do need some space because there's a lot of angry men on social media because i feel like in Shouting. the lgbt <laughs> community like when i see like media or like instagram or like whatever it is it's also like not to like sound stupid but it's also pc and it's like we kind of want to get a little bit more like dirty and like have real conversations mm -hmm. that like people are kind of like scared to have those sort of like uncomfortable convos yeah. that 
you know, I think, let me ask you this, it, you know, we talk about pride and we talk, there's parties, there's, but what, there's the people behind all of that. Oh, yeah. We are real people dealing with real issues mm-hmm. with sexuality, disease, um, you know, heartbreak, uh, mental health mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all that mixed together. It makes who we are. But I think that the perception of just the mainstream media is that, oh, pride is just a party and everyone all you know queer people gay people are out there at the clubs yeah yeah Yeah. right and it's like we have like a lot more things going on that like and that's the thing that's always happened to me is i've always been working in like male straight male dominated environments and like i've always been that person who they've always come up to and ask a million like really ridiculous questions that are just like elementary school questions that is almost offensive for you to be asking (laughs) me right and so it's like they constantly ask me these kinds of questions. So it's like, well, I also wanted to make a space where like we can answer these questions so you don't have to ask the person at work so that you don't mm-hmm. have to keep asking these stupid things, repeating these stupid like tropes and saying all these stereotypes that are just like never die. And it's like, maybe we can actually talk about it and like be real. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think it's also a uh, fresh of breath air, uh, however that phrase goes. Um, that it's a podcast of m- men who are POC, like to get that perspective of la- uh, three Latino gay men and a, a gay black man, I think is, is refreshing because if we look at mainstream gay media, it's dominated by by the white community in the gay community. And I think to have our voices highlighted and, and speaking about these difficult conversations is, is just amazing. Is everybody that, you know, like the advertisements and everything that comes out for Pride, like it's going to start, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so rainbow washing everything. Mm-hmm. And then you see this like white male with just like these abs and like everyone's like sexified and everyone's like hot. Uh-huh. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it depends. It's subjective because what's hot for one person is not hot for the other. Mm-hmm. But then again, what you're saying, just like this white male dominant kind of like, yeah. you know, masculine energy thrown out there like this is what it what pride and you know queer people are about yeah Mm because most people kind of see that image that like amber crombie and fitch image right and it's kind of like painted as like oh this is what gay is and it's this is what the your like main representative for lgbtq people are and it's kind of like that's not like everything there's like more than just that Mm -hmm. oh of course and i think that's one of the reasons that i was really like drawn to queer lbc was that it's so relatable it's like i grew up like that you know what i mean i grew up with those experiences and it's very relatable and i think that y'all are doing amazing work yeah definitely and i think you know the great thing is we also know that we you know we are putting our voices out there and we're also not perfect we have our own flaws and our own areas of growth and i think through these conversations um, we're not only helping the community kind of address these things that we're talking about, but I think we've also grown as individuals doing this group together. And I think it's really bonded us. And I think that's been like really amazing for, for me to experience during this time. Yeah. I mean, you can hear on the show, like, like we're being real. Like, mm-hmm. so like when we're saying the stupid things that we're saying, that's us being really stupid. So, mm-hmm. But you also get, there's, there's four of us. So there, and we all have pretty distinct personalities and so you can hear us teaching each other and you can actually hear us learning like Mm -hmm. but it's also like yeah we don't have all the right answers and it's like I don't know because it's it's based really on your own personal experience and you know Dr. David you know you're a professional but it's really real life experiences that and the sharing learning from one another because mm-hmm. you know coming from the queer community it's like you we suppress so much yes. and and finding those safe spaces and i think what you're doing with a podcast is creating a community of safe of safe spaces so that you can have those conversations those heartbreaking conversations and those fun com- and just real conversations because we don't yeah. have those spaces mm-hmm. uh, of feeling safe um, whether on our nine to five like or even in some of our side hustles like maybe you're not out or maybe you are or you have you know and finding those safe spaces where you could just be free yeah mm. i think also what's really cool too is that it's very conversation like and so it makes you feel like you're hanging out with them because like right. how many people do you get to talk about real things like that like real like intimacy and like w- you know questions of your about your sexuality that you don't normally get to talk to your mom or dad about 
and now you're sitting here with a group of friends on a podcast listening in and and it really makes you feel like you're part of this conversation it's just it's such a refreshing space and and a very beautiful safe space yeah during like the main topic portion i really just wanted it to make make you guys feel like oh you're like listening in onto like yeah a real conversation Mm -hmm. people are having in private do you want to be part of the group you want to be part of our friends you can come and listen and you can be accepted and you can have a laugh it's we try to be lighthearted. we try to make jokes even though some of the topics we may be talking are serious like we try to keep it upbeat i mean i think we do a pretty good job at it's that. really funny it's funny it's like <laughs> it's hilarious it's a hilarious what, podcast what, what was one of your like most like the funniest show that you've done and you're just like oh my god this is like this is too much oh, oh man i don't know let me see uh the grinder etiquette one. Yeah. That one was pretty funny. <laughs> that one was great. Um, the <laughs> which one? The it's giving anti blackness. Yes. That one I thought oh was hilarious. God. We just dragged the white community for the whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yes, tell him. You tell him. Preach. <laughs> but I mean, guy, he's not here tonight, but he really he makes the show. He's a star. Mm-hmm. He is just like amazing. Like I always knew that he was going to be. <laughs> And I was just like, well, that's why you need to be on this air, on the air. Mm-hmm. He's hilarious. And so you, you, one of the episodes that I listened to was the lesbian episode. I love that one. Hi, lesbian. <laughs> Hi, gay. That was so hilarious. No. That's so clever. It got pretty real, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. talking about coming out and family. And, and mm-hmm. so um, I felt that that was pretty relatable. Um so do you, you hitting those topics and being inclusive of all LGBTQIA um, community members is important to you? Oh, yeah, definitely. We definitely want to have the full spectrum of the rainbow on the show. Yeah, definitely. And I think for, you know, especially for me, I want to make an emphasis of, of having everyone represented because I don't feel comfortable as a gay man talking about what is to be trans what is to be lesbian what is to be any other identity besides a gay male because that's my experience and i feel like if i speak on that without having not someone to check me but someone who has that experience it i'm just repeating the same thing that has been done to me you know when it comes to like other people speaking on what is to be a gay latinx person i think our story needs to be told Mm -hmm. is what it is and um, do you feel that the podcast uh, can really amplify those stories, um, you know, of those individuals, of what their story is about in terms of representation, who they are, how they identify? Because there's always those questions. I mean, I don't, it, it seems like it comes up so often. Like, what are the, why the pronouns? And what, what does non-binary mean? Mm-hmm. What does this mean? Mm-hmm. And I always feel like I'm not the representative, but maybe look it up or find yeah. get some resources. Here are some resources. And, and it's a constant education. Oh, yes. Constant. Yeah, because things are constantly changing and evolving. Like um, when I started doing the work I did, you know, I was you know exclusively just you know, probably seeing, um, you know, lesbians and gay men in therapy and you know, more recently, I started um, thanks to the the agency I work with. You know, working with trans clients and helping them um, get the life saving uh, uh, surgeries, gender affirming procedures to help them be who they are. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think that needs to be represented and speak spoken about. I thought that was really cool too to um, hit those points and um, bring, especially with your lesbian guest, because some of those questions I felt I myself was like. I can't ask that. I'm so stupid. I can't. I can't ask that. But y'all, that you're having the conversation. So now I'm like, I'm sitting there getting educated, you know, because I have a lot of those questions too. And sometimes I'm not. I'm not gonna be up to like, hi, lesbian. Tell me all these questions. You know what I mean? So it was really great um, to have those different perspectives. I, I enjoyed that. Well, yeah, I guess she was really good because. Um, yeah, we just wanted to tell her like straight up, like, yeah, we want to ask you those stupid questions, like that are so annoying to you. And so thank you for being vulnerable <laughs> and just like telling us like straight up, like, what is it? What is it? Mm-hmm. Like, where do you find what is your damage? Uh, where do you find other lesbians and how do you know, you know, like, is there a certain look? Is yeah. there a certain oh, like, yeah. you know what, what I mean? What do they say? Flannel? The flannel. flannel. Yeah. <laughs> that was a little, you know, but you know, hey, everybody's got their thing, but um, a little stereotypical, but if that's, a, that's it, you know, but 
you know, what if there's somebody that's wearing flannel and you're like, oh, sorry, barking <laughs> up the wrong tree. <laughs> right. That's why stereotypes don't work. Yeah. <laughs> See, right. our own show is problematic, but. <laughs> you love us still. <laughs> so um, how does, like, uh, how do people find you um, before we go further into the conversation? I want to make sure that people know where to find uh, your podcast. Yeah. So you can follow us on Instagram at QLBC. Uh, you know, queer LBC. Sorry, Instagram is queer LBC, and you can find our episodes on all major streaming platforms: Spotify, Apple Music, you name it. You got us. You find it even on Heart Radio. So go search for us. And yeah, and Nino and and Dr. David, uh, how long did it take you to start the podcast? Like you, oh you my were god. <sighs> Before before we went <laughs> on air, you were, you were sharing a little bit of like, yeah, it yeah, took a while. Yeah, it took a while because, you know, we're all four working women and we all got stuff to do. We don't just have like a bunch of free time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it took over a year to finally get off the ground. But, but, but we wanted it. We already knew going into it that we wanted to put time and effort into it. And I did it. And I've already come from you know, the industry in Hollywood and like the way that they run things is just like ridiculous time frames. And it's like, turn it around overnight. And it's like so much pressure that it's like, this is so unnecessary. Like mm-hmm. we could just chill out and just like, there's like, just take your time <laughs> and get it right. Because there's so much garbage content out there. And it's because people don't take their time. They don't do it right. So we wanted to give it that. And so it took a, yeah, it took a year. Um, but we finally got it out and we're so happy and we're so, and the the response has been like overwhelmingly positive. It's been amazing to see the response. Yeah. And we have like listeners from literally all over the world. And because it's so obvious, it's like, yeah, gay people, we're a diaspora. (laughs) Like we're everywhere Mm -hmm. and they're going to be listening from everywhere. That's so cool. Where are the, the, the most places that you've seen listeners that you didn't expect? That I didn't expect? I mean, yeah, what, what places? Well, there's some from Russia. We have yeah. two listeners from Russia. Oh, wow. Wow, that's so cool. That is cool. Wow. And it's like, wow, you don't have no gays there? <laughs> well, you're just researching <laughs> us? Are you straights in Russia doing listening to this gay podcast? I'm pretty sure they have gays. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what Putin said. <laughs> that's not what Putin said. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I really feel like the, the energy between uh, Dr. David, Nino, and um, I, I feel it flowing already like here. So how does that like synergy work when, when you all get in the room and you're like, okay, this is, this is the topic. And does it, does it like, is it like scripted a little bit, but then you kind of go off the topic and you're just kind of like, Hey, there's a different flow and you just let it happen. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, the, the mastermind master orchestrator is Nino here. Like, he takes time to research uh, the, our quick tea. He puts together the main topic, comes up with questions. Like, uh, we just show up and we just record. Nino does, like, all the hard labor and work for us. And I, I, I'll speak for myself, but I'm sure I speak for everyone, is we're greatly appreciative for him doing that work. And, oh, my God, there's sometimes where we're recording for, like, an hour and a half because we're just going off on tangents and just off of topic, you know. But now we have kind of bloopers and, and backstage stuff, and it, it's been great. And I, I know for for us, it, it's, it has a lot of us to kind of, like, okay, let's edit. Let's call us back so we can kind of get back onto topic. <laughs> oh, thank you. So that's so sweet to hear all that. <laughs> <laughs> so Nino's the producer, mm-hmm, executive yeah. producer, getting everybody in order and, you know, checking off all those boxes. And so, Nino, is this something you've always wanted to do? Um, No. <laughs> but okay. yes, but no. Um, I've always wanted to do everything, frankly. And I feel like this is kind of just like what I'm doing at the moment. Like I'm always kind of having some kind of outlet for my creativity. And this is where I'm sinking it all right now. And I think it's a great way to do it. And I'm involving my friends and I'm having a good time. And it's just like he was saying earlier, or Dr. David was saying earlier, like we get together, we talk about the topics, but it's like, it's really fun. And we have a good time and we feel like, you know, like refreshed from your friends. It's kind of just like you come back. It's like living in the straight world. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep, and you get that head lag, but then you go with your gaze, and you're like, "Oh, I'm like refreshed, like a mermaid in the pond." <laughs> <laughs> and that's so, definitely what the episodes feel like. 
I'm feeling refreshed already. Yeah. <laughs> Sending you that vibe. I feel it. Hey, so Dr. Dr. David, what are some of the, the hot topics or some of the topics that have like hit pretty hard, like um, that maybe might be a little bit more delicate than other topics? Have you talked about any of that? Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I, I think, actually, I, I think the harder hitting topics that... Um, for me personally have been the ones that we actually haven't released because like nina was saying we did a whole year of of taping and and recording and the ones that really spoke to me were like the coming out like how do we feel about the f word you know like those really because we were vulnerable like in those conversations we're talking about like being bullied and not being accepted so those were very interesting conversations to have but i think as far as ones that are published i think the anti-blackness is definitely one of the biggest ones i think that stands out for me that we really had to approach delicately because it it is a a topic that um that needs to be talking about people don't speak about and it, it it's so easy to um vilify you know the the gay community but i think we also need to be mindful that we need to bring awareness to this and talk about it in a way so it's digestible for people so they don't like we don't scare them off instead we want to have them be present and feel that uncomfortableness but learn from it as well and that's a fine balance i think we we've we're we've pretty much i think we found yeah i i think so too but i'm very much on the side of yes bash bash away but (laughs) but i think like listening to it i feel like uh, hearing different points uh, of view between the four of y'all, and it just it it was it's a great it was a great episode. So for those of us listening out there, um, you have to check out Queer LBC. The, these podcasts are great; they're very real. And if you're not queer, this is definitely the school for you. If you're an ally, you need to be listening. Um, and if you're queer, this is definitely somewhere that you will feel like home. Um, that's that's the reason why I'm a big uh, supporter of Queer LBC and why I had them here on the radio because I'm there. And aside from being hilarious, you get schooled. <laughs> you definitely get schooled. Right on. Hey, we're going to, this is one of my favorite songs and we're going to come back with more. Um, and we're going to talk to Nina, Dr. David and Asul. We'll talk more about the podcast and uh, some of the resources that you provide. So we'll get, we'll get to this song and we'll be right back. This is Martel and Asul. You're listening to CMTY Live. This is Lady. Yeah.
Hey, this is Martel, and we are back. You're right. It really does feel like Friday. It does. This is such a great playlist. This was curated by Nino. Nino sent me Nino. his wish list, and I put it together. I was like, what's the gay music? That's right. <laughs> Lady. That's my jam right there. So, Nino, what does pride mean to you? It's almost pride season, so I must ask that question. Pride is anti-shame. Um, a lot of straight people like to think that pride is useless or like, why do they have it? Or they want to have like straight pride parades. Um, but people who say those kind of things don't understand what pride is and like what pride is about and what pride is for. Um, but essentially, yeah, to me, pride is anti-shame. It's, it's not feeling... Like you have to change yourself to be accepted. And like, it, it sounds kind of like cheesy, but like ultimately at the end of the day, that's what it is. Like from small things to just like uh, the way you walk, <laughs> to the way you talk, to wanting to hold your boyfriend's hand like out in public without having to feel some kind of guard up. You know what I mean? Like to actually be proud, not even to be proud, but just to not be shamed wow that's really deep that's really deep because i'm I, like super deep <laughs> it is because it's like you know when you said that it's so true because like there's certain places where i will hold my husband's hand proudly and not i mean not probably but like just hold it because it's normal to me to hold a person's that you love their hand yeah but there's other places where it's like oh i don't it's just it's a weird vibe you don't you don't feel like you can do that. Yeah. Like Orange County. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm, oh, uh, I think for me, pride is an act of rebellion. You know, our first pride was a uprising. And, you know, we were sick and tired of being shamed, of being discriminated against, of not being able who we, not being able to be who we wanted to be. And I think we need to celebrate that so we don't lose sight of that. And then we also need to let know the straight people we're not going anywhere. We're here, we're queer, and we're not going to stop. We exist and we're never going to stop existing. So stop trampling on us. Yeah, we're like cockroaches because even if you kill this batch, we're going to come back. Hello. <laughs> exactly. Stop creating and us we multiply. if you don't want us. We yeah. multiply exactly. fast. <laughs> If it's just a trend, you know what? It's catching on really fast. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what does pride mean to you? Um, pride. Um, you know, I, I, pride has been a lot of things for me. I think at first it was kind of like an opportunity to just be myself and be like, hey. But then as I get older, like I really learned that these these rights and, and these privileges sort of that we have as a generation of queers now is was one through blood and and bodily harm and you know, our, our trans sisters who put their bodies out there on the line for us you know so it, it, it's become more of like um 
like an American history, like a part of history where, you know, trans women really did what they needed to do so that I can be myself authentically. You know, not 100% because, like, I mean, there's still there's still a lot more work to do. Um, but I feel like I've come to a place where I feel like our trans sisters would be so proud that we're living the way we are. And right so on. it's also a, a time of, of gratitude. You know, it's not always a party, even though it's a big part of it, but it's not always a party. And I think that is where the general media and the overall um, perception of pride is like, oh, here comes the gays and it's like a party. And yes, that's true. But then you, you hit it um, a minute ago, Dr. David, is like, it's it's really about the people before us. And it's it, for me, it's the people before me, the people today in the moment making those moves and then thinking about the future when yes. we're no longer here. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we have to do right by that mm-hmm. and tell our story, whether sad, difficult or happy it may be. Everybody's story is different. But let's let's really honor those before us, our mm-hmm. ancestors before us, who are always with us, giving lifting us up to be able to be that voice. And I think that's what you're doing with your podcast is being that oh, yeah. voice uh, because people before us, they you know, podcast did not really exist until more recently. Uh, we've had radio for many, many years, um, but we have this platform now. Let's do right by it. Yes. Yeah, because, because I mean, not to say that we're the only gay podcast or queer podcast out there, because there's definitely tons of them. Because I listen to some too. Um, but I feel like not a lot of them talk about like specific issues, or like they don't talk about their real personal experiences. Like a lot of them just talk about Drag Race, which is fine if you like Drag Race. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no shade. No, yeah. t- no shade. <laughs> but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't finding that, you know, yeah. and I just got to make it right. And so when when pride season rolls around and well, for us, pride season is every day. But yeah. when that time comes and you see all like the rainbow washing and all of that, and then all of a sudden it, it poof, it, dis- it disappears. Well, how do you feel about that? And how how do you think we can change it as a community? This is for know. Nino and Dr. David. So if Dr. David to wants to jump in. Um, I have mixed feelings. I think it's great to have representation out there, seeing rainbows everywhere and to feel like loved and accepted. But the problem is, is, is like what you said, it goes away July 1st, right? And I, I think that's a bit ridiculous. And I think that we need to start being aware of that, but also making sure that the money that we are investing in during this time are companies that are really in our corner every month, every day. And I think we need uh, we need to do our due diligence to research that and see who is really supporting us and not just slapping a rainbow sticker on it to please us for the next month. Well, our buying power is in the trillions. So yes. that's why it works, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not always about slapping the rainbow on a vodka bottle. Mm-hmm. There's more to it. Exactly. And so, you you know, what do you, what I was do you say? Think? Well, I'm kind of like on the it really depends on the company. You have to know your companies. You gotta know who's who's donating mm-hmm. to what, obviously. And it really depends. Is it a mom and pop shop? Like that's cute. Sure, you you proud to be selling to gay people? Great. Yeah, and you have cute stuff. <laughs> Make it cute. Make your merch cute. Don't just put a janky rainbow flag. <laughs> At least put some design into it. Like make it look cute. Don't just give me the same thing over and over again. Anyways, but yeah, but I mean, as far as retail goes, I mean, I have worked in retail and I see that. Halloween comes up in August now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe you should just get your Pride merch out super early. T- two months early, just like every other season. I don't care if it's gone j- June 31st. <laughs> <laughs> just give us some airtime. Yeah. Well, have it all the time. We want to buy stuff all the time. Rainbows, everything. Right? You have a man and a woman section. Why don't you just put like a gay section, a lesbian section? It's <laughs> at <right>. Target. <laughs> No, but it's true. You know, I was at Target and, you know, when you walk in, like right now, probably it's like Mm -hmm. out there. And then around July, uh, end of June, it's like next to the elevator in the back. 
And I'm like, what yeah. the hell? They're like, oh, it's on clearance now because no one bought it. Cause yeah. I, I'm like, oh, I think I need to buy this. Really? <laughs> like, <laughs> look at when we went to, Palm, we did that Palm Springs trip, Nino. Like, mm-hmm. we had to go to, like, uh, sex stores to mm-hmm. go find all the rainbow queer things. Even in Palm Springs? Yeah, it is, wow. like, a specialty mm-hmm. item. It is, it is like, a specialty item gay merchandise. Yeah. And if you're even talking about trans merchandise, you got to go online to find that. You... You want to find that in a gay shop? So it's all about representation. And I think, so, so how can we change that? How, what can we do as, as a community to shift that? Well, I don't know because representation and showing, like getting your demographic, like stocked in the stores is like one thing, but I mean, what do we really need? We need rights. We need, uh, People to defend the trans community. Advocates, yeah. We need to get minority groups to support each other. Like, I think a lot of people get caught up in being valid when it's like, well, we should be concerned with laws. (laughs) Absolutely. Right now it's very vulnerable, especially for me being a woman and, you know, um, abortion rights. And and then what's next? You know, Mm -hmm. they're talking about taking away gay marriage and all of that. So it's like uh, being vulnerable once again and being pulled in to that. Definitely. And I think this, I think that this is where we need to tap into our, our ancestor history. Like again, like uh, we, we we were born out of uprising and I think we shouldn't stop that. You know, we should raise our voices. We should speak on it. And I think that goes back to research is invest your money wisely. We have spending power, like you said, in the trillions and I think that if we can band together and come together, we can make legit change. Yes. Violence. Especially because I still see so many like <laughs> gay people straight up buying Chick-fil-A with like no shame. Uh, oh, I'm just like, can you get out of here? There's a lot of people that I know that do that. And then it's like they're talking about, yeah, we support you. We're allies. And then it's like, they're you oh. see that little cup? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That, exactly. Like, uh-huh, I see you. It's not even that Same good. thing with In and Out. No, it's not Oh, that yeah. In and Out. In and Out. Yeah. They're, they're like Chick fil A, too. Oh, sorry. Yeah. They're not even that good. I mean, is that. <laughs> I say that. <laughs> So what? So what's next for for your podcast? Like, what's what? What can we look forward to in the next few months? Um, nothing. We're shutting it down. <laughs> <laughs> After this, that's it. <laughs> this is basically the peak. <laughs> no. Um, hopefully, just get more episodes out. That's what we're our main focus on right now is getting the episodes out, getting our getting our stuff going, and then because we're you know we're we're trying to do it slow. We're trying to do it right. We don't want to rush stuff. So as it comes as it comes, what what the audience asks for, we'll deliver if they ask for anything. If they want us. If you guys want more, come get more. Come listen to us. We want more. <laughs> I want more. And, and so how can people find, find your podcast once again, please? You guys can follow us on Instagram at QueerLBC. And you can get updates on the show there. And we basically update when we have new posts. Uh, and you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and anywhere where podcasts are heard. That's the yeah. the queer, the queer LBC right podcast. On. Do y'all have a Twitter? Uh, possibly. I think Guy has it. If it is, if whatever it is, it's queer LBC. I'm sure there's a Tumblr too. Yeah. I think we created all these <laughs> things previously, so they're You're covered. They're also on all social media platforms, queer LBC. We're covered. That's right. Hey, so any last words, um, Dr. Uh, David, for, for all of those listeners out there talking about pride, getting ready for pride, things to, to think about, to remember, uh, any words of wisdom? Yes, take care of yourselves out there. Go with people that you trust. Be mindful of your drinking. Speaking from past experience, listen to your elder. Um, <laughs> and just enjoy yourself, you know, and, and be unapologetic about who you are be unapologetic but drink as much as you want (laughs) (laughs) don't listen to dr david listen to that professional (laughs) but please wear protection right yes 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 spay and neuter your pets (laughs) get prepped (laughs) get prepped and also never mind <laughs> this is live radio, so we gotta be <laughs> PG. <laughs>
<laughs> Asul, thank you so much for bringing these beautiful aren't people the into the studio. Aren't, aren't they the thank best? you guys so much for having us. It was a blast. It's so much fun. I really appreciate it. Oh, it was so, so great. great to meet y'all. It's great to meet you too. Hey, this is Martel and Asul. You're listening to CMTY Live. What a beautiful night yes. here on a Monday. It's a Friday night That's now. That's right. And so, Asul, do you have anything coming up? Uh, I do, actually. Yeah. Uh, May 29th, I'm now part of uh, the Heart of Mexico Festival happening in Orange County, y'all favorites, uh, at Chapman University. So please follow my Instagram at C-E-L-L-O underscore A-Z-U-L, and I'll be posting the flyer tonight. Right on. Thank you, everyone. Be well. This is Martel wishing everyone a beautiful night. Be safe and be kind to one another. Peace and love. We had some some really great music. Thanks to Nino, uh, who curated some of this music. And so we got some Whitney right now. So stick with us and um, be well. Peace and love.